Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of All Things Undone, the podcast where we talk about life after divorce and how to move forward successfully. If my voice sounds just a little bit off, it's because I'm getting over a head cold, but we shall progress. I hope everyone had a beautiful weekend and into your week. On today's episode, we will be dedicating the show to widows. And although it's not divorce, it is an absolute ending to a relationship. And I had a friend girl, I have a few friend girls actually, who were misfortunate in the fact that they lost the loves of their life unexpectedly. I can't even say the word tonight. We're not editing it out unexpectedly. Thank you. (laughs) And I do want to get their story out there because they need resources as well. Yeah, y'all can hear I'm getting over this cold. So I have two guests tonight. My dear friend, Kim Hope Struthers Clark and Jonathan Hawkins who is a real estate agent. And he's joining us because he has some tools and resources to prepare us for the unexpected. Because all we have, if you think about it, is this moment. We have this moment. And we should make the very best of the moments that we have. So if you love people, tell them that you love them in this moment. If you have something you need to say, get off your chest. If you are in a loving relationship, even if it's a second, third marriage, I don't care, first marriage, children, parents, learn to express how you feel. Learn to say, I love you. Learn to show love and affection as much as possible because all we have is this moment. Tomorrow is promised to no one. So now that I've said my piece today, please help me welcome my guest, Kim Clark and Jonathan Hawkins. Thank you. I'm sorry. It it was pretty recent. All right. So here we go. Let's get started. So hello, everyone. I told you I had two special guests today and I forgot to even tell you all who I am. My name is Granny. She is. I am your host today. And we have Jonathan and Kim. Now, I want to start with my friend Kim because she has a very interesting story to tell. And she and I have talked about it before. If you've listened to a previous podcast, you probably heard she and I talk about life after divorce. And we touched on this a little bit. And so did Jonathan and I. Uh, We touched on it just a little bit. So Kim, welcome to the show. Well, hello. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to have you back. So I wanted to get into uh, your second marriage. And you can set this up how, how you want, if you want to build up to it and tell people like how you all met and what what happened in the situation. Whew. Oh, wow. Okay. So for those that don't know, <laughs> this is my, this was my second marriage. So if you didn't get a chance to hear the first uh, podcast, I was married before 18 years and it ended in divorce. And so that feels like a death, so to speak, <laughs> when you're going through all of that. Um, fast forward after the divorce and just coming out of that particular or resurrecting out of that death, I um, met my second husband, 
believe it or not, I initially met him online. But we we kind of fell off from that. And then we went to a party, unbeknownst to me, it was a mutual friend of ours, um, okay. uh, a couple. And they was having a going away party. <laughs> well, not really a going away party, but a birthday party and a going away party for what she referred to him as her, her, um, her other child, <laughs> slash brother, okay. slash... Uh, hoarder because <laughs> he was always at their home but he was going to go home uh, or go back to see about his father and he decided to pick up a job there so um, but I was invited to the party you know like I said we initially met online and we fell off I hadn't talked to him anymore just wasn't my cup of tea to kind of communicate online like that yeah. and we just fell off you know I lost information for him and I don't know what he did with mine but we never really <laughs> talked anymore so um, I go to one of my friends asked me to come to one of her parties and I was like okay she said well come to the party she said I'm giving my crazy husband his birthday party and also my hoarder <laughs> his uh, going away party uh, for work so I was like oh okay well that'll be cool and so I get there and I, I, he looked familiar. Okay. So I get there and she was needing some ice or something like that. And I'm looking at him like, like he looked familiar and I could not quite catch where we had initially met. So everywhere I moved around just social, but I'm a social butterfly. So everywhere I moved, I noticed mm -hmm. that, um, he too was uh he would I would always see him and I'm like why does dude keep talking with me? <laughs> He's gravitating the room with you like you move he moves yeah okay so like, where is he going with this so I didn't say nothing else. I didn't say nothing to him initially I went to my friend and I said I said look I don't know who your boy is but I'm gonna need him to kind of fall back a little bit she said <laughs> well girl this would be good y'all can socialize you might can change his mind to keep him from going home, go, you know, going away. I said, no, nah, I don't interfere with anybody in their career now. We don't do that. I said, but you know, he about doing big things, so it's all good. I said, but I'm tired of him following me, girl. He's stalkerish. <laughs> she said, whatever. <laughs> and, <laughs> but nevertheless, to make a long story short, um, I ended up on their balcony or patio. And he and I, he came out. And me being me, I'm just like, I ain't feeling it. I'm embracing this single life. I'm just not having it, you know. So we started to talk. And we, you know, it was just kind of like, where do I know you from? He says, ah, you look familiar to me too. I, you really do look familiar. Um, and we just continued to talk. And we sat out there and talked for the longest. And we started to notice that the, the party started to dwindle down with headcount. So, cause everybody started to leave and she did that right before people were right before that, uh, they did the birthday celebration and they did, Hey, to my son, as she called him, my son, my hoarder, he's leaving. Thank you, God. I can save food in my kitchen. He's going <laughs> away on his job. Let us congratulate him and send him his farewell. So that thought that was pretty cool that friends do that, but nevertheless, um, the party kind of dwindled away and he and I ended up on their couch talking. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you clarified because my mind yeah. is dirty. <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of like raunchy, right? 
But no, we we were talking. We were on the couch talking, okay? <laughs> and they cleaning up and stuff like that. So she was like, so y'all not going to help? Y'all just going to sit there and bump y'all gums? So I was like, yeah, we can help out. So we just talked and talked and talked. And I said, well, you know, you're getting ready to leave and go away for work. And I don't think that's something that I can really commit to is a long distance friendship. Because I can't commit to your time and I talked to him about it I was like hey I'm three years out of a divorce you know just getting my life back where it should be or it needs to be I'm not quite there yet you know just being transparent and he was like I did that I understand likewise I've never been married before so I don't know what this divorce thing feels like but I do know what it's like to be in a long-term relationship and that has to abruptly end and he said, well, I know there's no future between you and I, maybe, because my girlfriend and I of 10 years decided to call it quits two years ago. Mm. So, oh, we is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, we continued to keep it mutual and friendly. And he went ahead and went away and we continued to talk and talk and talk. And he tells me, he said, guess what? Um, after about six months of us kind of communicating on the phone uh, and every now and again he'll come to visit because most of his family is still here um, we still continue to communicate and talk and I started to really get well really get I did become very attracted to the fact that he always had my attention hmm. and to make a long story short <laughs> he told me that he was moving back to Dallas area and he wanted to make it official now I'm thinking making it official <laughs> is a couple we just put it on blast that hey we in a relationship right baby he made it official time I know I'm gonna put a ring on it <laughs> he oh, said, he, look he was talking about official official <laughs> right he said you're not the type of female that I, I I'm gonna I just want to date you somebody I would love to marry and I'm like, wow, okay. But again, we took our time and then we married. After two and a half years, um, we decided to, go, well, after a year and a half, I'm sorry, we went to the Justice of Peace. We got married. So this was 2019. And, you know, it was really, it, I guess you can call it shotgun. When you done been through this, all that other glitz and glamour is just not what it is. Right, <laughs> but <laughs> you realize you don't want to do it but it was his first time being married so he did want to have his family there and he wanted to have a ceremony but he said we can just wait well 2020 rolls around and COVID happened and we're in the midst of planning a wedding okay <laughs> so this was July of 2019 when we married just as a piece and it wasn't until, um, um, uh-oh. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I thought I My phone off. rang in the middle and it knocked Jonathan off. So okay. I, I resent him the link. So hopefully he'll be popping back he'll in. Pop back in. in. Okay, awesome. Well, um, in 2019 is when we met. I'm sorry, when we married, rather. Oh. We met in 2018 and we married in 20. Uh, 19. I'm sorry, we met in 2017. Excuse me, get them times right. <laughs> All right, um, we married in 2019, and you know, when you're marrying to someone, you know, I'm thinking this is my forever, 
I really did. Um, he didn't have any real health problems, un- unlike the common pro- issues, high blood pressure, diabetes, but we were working on taking care of that, um, getting him set up with doctors and stuff like that. You know, you've been married before, so you know how it is when men don't really... Is Jonathan back on here? Because I can have him to chime in. But men really don't really He's not go, back on yet. Yeah. Get him. They really don't go to the doctor as they should. So we 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 become the 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 assistant to them. <laughs> we we become almost like the mama. You going to this doctor now? You know that kind of stuff. Right. So he was taking uh, medication. High blood pressure. Um, he was taking medication for his. Uh, diabetes. Now he didn't have like he wasn't insulin dependent, but he was taking the medication, um, and all he had to do was pretty much change his diet, his health, his eating. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't shake him from that dumb, dumb, darn oxtails and all <laughs> that, that that stuff that we know we're not supposed to have. Right. <laughs> and for the life of me, I'm still trying to figure out how Grandma and them still survive all of that. You yeah, know, they ate it all. They ate everything. <laughs> Absolutely, they ate everything mm-hmm. well to, they also took a laxative every single day and we don't do that so you know what I, you know i maybe i may need to start doing I'm it just saying yeah. old people old people was on it with the laxatives and yeah and i mean the metamucil oh yes ma'am like i mean faithfully honey okay mm-hmm. that's what that's what counts i'm telling y'all that's the secret if y'all watch the- watch listen that's the secret sauce I'll take the Metamucil after you Metamucil or at least least do the laxative once a week. Wow. That's something help you. That's Mm -hmm. a quick detox. There you go. There you go. So that's side note, y'all. Side note, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, I, um, but he and I pretty much, you know, set up to where, you know, we were already into it, getting ready to go into the ceremony because we decided it just so happened that our anniversary, our one year anniversary was going to fall on a Saturday. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is the perfect time to go ahead and plan the wedding now, the ceremony rather. We already married. We'll just plan the ceremony and, and it would be great. But then COVID happened. So everything was going like just just crazy. Okay. So in the midst of all of that, and this is where Jonathan can can come into about the preparation and preparing for your 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 forever. You know, I've always been big on life insurance right. and stuff like that. So I learned, and those are conversations that we just don't have. You know, because it's it feels uncomfortable, right. but it's almost you're preparing for the unexpected, even though you're never ever prepared for it you know you'll never be 100% prepared but at least to take some of that burden off of you make have those uncomfortable conversations you know um and we did and we put forth the effort to literally start with the health you know the life insurance policy in the event that something happens to me or something happens to him our either of our forever will not be in a bind financially or just not in a bind period it's bad enough you gotta grieve and now you gotta figure out how am i gonna come up with this money to take to bury my significant other or take a lesser um option you know you know you know well unfortunately for us he did not qualify for the standard life insurance um and we had to we scrambled 
to find uh, a, a policy that would write him into that. Um, but he had to outlive the policy for at least two years. Two years. Yeah. Be amazing. Yeah. He doesn't pass away within that two years. Am I right, Jonathan? <laughs> right. That's uh, that's that's a period of con- of con- of where uh, they can contest this contestability. Can, con- right. can anyone hear me? Yes, on? we can hear you. I'm sorry yes. for the okay. for the technical issues. Um, yeah. So what I what we did was contestability we, period that life insurance yeah. companies have. So yes, and right. so we we did I, we did do that, but unfortunately, and when I say unfortunately, the unexpected did happen, and he did not get to that two year period. Oh, he wow. actually died a month before our one year anniversary and we were only in the policy for about I think six months because we had just gotten the policy about six no three months I'm sorry so all they did was just sent me a check for what I paid what we paid that was it oh, it was wow. like I can't is there any more money I can get right <laughs> <laughs> because although we didn't have children together we had a combined life together right. and Believe it or not, it was it was a lot emotionally for me. Um, his family did not have any additional uh, coverages on on him either. Um, and oh, wait, wait, Kim, hold on uh-huh. just a moment. Okay, Jonathan, are you still with us? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Are you in the car? Yeah, because I think this this was able to pick up better in the car. I, I it kept phasing out, so I don't. Is this? Can you hear? We can hear you a, fine. I can hear you okay. now. It was just a lot of interference, and I was like, "Whoa, wait!" Is there a lot yes. of in, is there a lot of interference right now? No, not no, now. It's it died good. down. Okay, yeah. So I, I went and got in the car. So it's I'm in. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. I was like, "Okay, wait, what's happening?" <laughs> yeah, and look, my yeah. poor neighbor, y'all. She keeps trying to call me. Not my neighbor, my past neighbor. She keeps calling me, which is knocking the. Uh, and I can't put this on airplane mode because then I can't record. And I'm oh, like, right. what is somebody dying? Like, do you, what's up? You know, right. Like, <laughs> sorry, so um, I'm sorry. I have to do a lot of editing for this video. That's so, okay. so yes, let's see here. So Kim, mm-hmm. having to have gone through that where your, your spouse passes away and your insurance policy is so new that... Mm-hmm. All they did was send you back the money you paid into it. Right. And so, Jonathan, my question would be, in that scenario, you're, you're newly married pretty much. So that's not expected. What would you say in that type of situation where you have a spouse who passes away and you're only there you know, in the same space for what? Less than a year? Mm-hmm. So. Let me see if I can get I, I, that for him. So, I guess your question is, you want to know what to do in this situation or even as a brand new couple going in, right? So, right. So Which is odd. Wanna... I, know that, I don't know if that would happen often, but you know, it is a scenario. Oh, it, it 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 happens. I mean, it happens. It happened to my daughter and my, and my son-in-law. So I, it, it happens. Um, what you want to do is, is if you want to find a policy that's going to um, 
that it's going to accept that two-year contestability that you probably had at work. So if you have insurance on the job, life insurance, okay. whatever on the job, if there's a, you know, if, if there's an, there are certain, there are insurance companies that will accept that two-year contestability from that previous company and then your from the from when you actually enact the policy and so there isn't a there and there won't be a two-year contestability clause as long as you are as long as you're telling the truth right right and if it's large enough for physical or if you have any physicals or blood drawn or whatever depending on what it is as long as you meet all of those yeah you know and so it's you know and the policy is issued you're in good standing so okay. it's important to find an insurance company that will accept that two-year contestability that's yeah. already been it's already been taken care of with the previous company all right and you so know you're gonna be starting over and what's interesting okay. is is that thank the, you can you hear me okay we can hear you now yes. okay so what what was really interesting with his and i didn't catch the first part but i think i i caught on i know what he he said um, when he did the blood work for him or when the blood work was done for him the problem was what flagged him was that he was taking two different types of high blood pressure medicine and he was taking a diabetic medicine as well so he was already on that we can't he's too risky <laughs> he can die tomorrow you know that type thing um, so we have another policy or maybe another policy that would work and we needed something and something fast and it wasn't because I was thinking he was going to die tomorrow I just mm-hmm. wasn't thinking he was going to die before two years like I wasn't even and, and it wasn't about the money but I wanted to make sure that we were taken care of in the event that something happens to him you know you know it was it was just crazy it was, it was a lot <laughs> going on there um, and I'll be honest with you, even when I first got married and, and my ex and I did get insurance policies on one another, that was one of my biggest fears is yeah. uh, like a sudden death. You know, mm-hmm. I, that was that was one of my biggest fears. And anytime because men, I'm not going to say all men, some men do a really good job of going and seeing about themselves and going to the yeah. doctor. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of the black men I know. Don't. You pretty much have to, mm-hmm. you know, beat them over the head and, and pull them. You just got to make them go. It's, it's yeah. They just they well, feel like if I don't have to, if if I if I if it's a cold, it's a cold. Sometimes right. a cold may not necessarily be a cold. It may be something more. My auntie, her husband passed away. He had a type of cancer, but we didn't wow. know it. He was sick for two or three months. Wow. Really sick. He kept going to work. He kept doing his regular routine, and he was really sick. Mm-hmm. One weekend, he couldn't he couldn't go to work that Friday, and uh, was very out of character for him. He was in the bed, and my auntie was like, "Okay, that's not normal." So he was right. in the bed that day, and she said he did not get up to like even use the bathroom. He didn't get up, mm-hmm. so he went in, tried to get him up, and couldn't get him up. And they finally took him to Forest General because they were living in the Hattiesburg area. They took him to Forest General and they ran tests and I think he had some type of Hodgkin's lymphoma or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So by, yeah. By the time they got into the hospital, it was too his late. Body was shutting down. Mm. 
Yeah. Very unexpected for her. She just did not. Even though he showed signs of illness, he kept telling her, I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm okay. You know, it's just mm -hmm. It's just some pain. It'll pass. Yeah. um, So he did. He never went to the doctor. And that's one of the things where I know we have so many programs and so many messages out there telling men to go to the doctor and get themselves seen about. So the other thing is we got to have those uncomfortable conversations. I don't know how else to say it uh, in our relationships to where in the, the, I know women who've passed, like men who've had their wives, you know, not wake up out of her sleep or, or whatever the case may be uh-huh. and then there he's mm-hmm. dealing, mm-hmm. Now know, he's dealing with it yeah yeah he's uh-huh. having to deal with this absolutely and it's not like a a divorce where you could still see that person like this right. love of your they're life gone. they're they're yeah. gone so yeah. emotionally mentally how did you work through that yeah oh oh wow uh I, I would say the there were other things that that took place as well in the marriage it wasn't bad but say this to say I think a lot of it could have been I I I don't want to say his death could have been avoided and yes yes I do I'm going to say that um because you know what you do in your your earlier life will play a major part as we get older, we our body starts to shut down anyway. Yeah. Um, and bad habits, bad eating habits, and you know, all this stuff plays a part in that plagues our our our, our lungs and our heart and all this stuff. We have to be careful about our lifestyle. And mm-hmm. although he was doing the right thing, you know, it just wasn't enough. So I'll say this when he when I got the autopsy back, um, which is always still, I, to this day, I go back and I look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at the blockage that he had, because he would always talk about his chest was hurting. He had a 90% blockage in his heart. Wow. So the day he passed away, the very next day, we had already scheduled for him to actually go to the see a cardiologist because the doctor was like, you can't keep going to you know i can't keep sending you to the emergency room because they're only going to do so much mm-hmm. once they get your heart rate back to normal levels they're going to send you home and tell you follow up with your, your primary care right. you know and to get you the cardiologist you know so he emotionally for me when i say i was just shocked i i think i i was more in that flight mode Mm-hmm. Than anything, let me just get this together. You know, I didn't want to believe that he was gone. You know, it was difficult for me. Um, so the only thing that I can do to, to keep me going was to stay busy. Because I knew there was going to come a point in time where everything is going to get quiet. So while everybody was around and say, hey, is there anything you need me to do? I didn't mm-hmm. hesitate. Yes. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can, right. You know, I didn't hesitate because I was already busy, still trying to maintain the home and 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 being the mother of three, making sure that they are okay. Although he wasn't their biological father, that it affected them. Oh God, really bad. Right. And so, I was so busy being strong for them that I I lost 
the grieving side for me. So it wasn't until months and months later that I literally had a breakdown. And you would think I've already gotten the autopsy bag. You know, he's gone pretty much for the most part. And I'm now, you know, packing up things and everything is great. So after all of his things were gone and all of that, I just so happened to go sit in my closet. And that's mm -hmm. where I kept some of his things. And I was sitting and I opened up the container of his items and I came across not his death certificate. It was his obituary. Oh, wow. And I just broke. You know, and for me, I felt like at that point, my life was over. Mm. I did. Because I was like, man, this is crazy. I didn't get married to get divorced the first time. I didn't get married to lose the spouse the second time. Right. This is the pits. <laughs> this is for the dog. <laughs> wow. Why do I have to go through all of this? You know, it's not fair that I had to go through. I did everything I was supposed to do. I loved him through whatever he was going through. He loved right. me through whatever I was going through. We were doing great. We was in church. We were doing everything. Why did he leave me? Why? But it it took some time emotionally. I, I was a wreck. But it did. It, I reflected back on, on some of the things that was going on. You know, God has a way of, of showing you when what he's what his plans are. In a, but you have to be humble enough to accept that this is God talking. And I'm, I'm going to say it just like this. Mm -hmm. You have to be humble enough to acknowledge, excuse me, that mm -hmm. this is God revealing what his plans are to you and, and pray for the strength to, to handle what his final say-so is. Right. Because, that was going to be my next question too. Uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll ask yeah, you, you can go. Well, go ahead and ask your question. I was. That was. I was going to ask. Did you find yourself moving closer to God? Moving closer to your church family? Did you find yourself maybe being at church more? You know, trying to find resources that way to help you understand the why of it all. You know, I know God talks to us internally. You know, mm -hmm. um, well, talks to actually, us internally about like the why. Well, actually, no, because uh, I had a lot of friends who lost their spouses, but it wasn't until after I lost mine. Got so it. I became that 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 pillar for them, believe it or not. But, but before that, it was I, I didn't find myself getting closer to church and stuff like that because mm -hmm. that's already in me. Mm -hmm. Um so, but I did, I asked God why, you know, back in the day we were taught, they don't question God. Well, how else are you supposed to know if you don't question him? That's right. There's nothing wrong with saying, God, why is this happening to me? Why are you doing this to me? Because he's going to tell you and exactly. he's going to show you. <laughs> but if I never ask, you have not because you ask not. Right. So, you know, I, I learned a long time ago, we were so taught wrong. Don't you ever Brother. question God. But here's God the thing. He says, right? He says, ask. And, and you shall be given to you. And it shall be given unto you. Knock yes. and the door shall be opened unto you. So if right. you're telling me not to ask God, God clearly told me to ask him. Right. He's so, like, don't question him. You got the nerve to do something. Now I'm not going to swear right. at God, but I'm right. like, why are you doing this to me? Do Did I get angry emotionally? Yes, I was angry. Was I mad at God? Yes, I was mad. 
because I was like, this was not supposed to happen to me. Mm-hmm. But the more angrier I got, the more God started to show me my why. Right. He mm. showed me why. <clears throat> I, why he allowed me to go through this divine assignment because that was that was said to me or spoken to me at the very beginning when he and I met. He said he said it and I also I felt it. He said I he said you are like he said I don't, for some odd reason no excuse me I told him I feel like you are a divine assignment. He said you too huh mm-hmm. he wasn't saved you know he lived a, a fairly fast life <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But he wasn't saved, but he said it was just something about me that had him, he was attached to me. He said, it's something that I want. And he said, I've always asked God and prayed to God that he would bless me with a wife and children before he take me. Mm-hmm. Now, this was two years before he died. We had just met. And he said, I feel like I have found the one. So for him to mention divine assignments, and I, I will say when you put divine in front of anything Mm -hmm. just know there is an expiration date to it right and it is it's one that you you won't expect so you know for him to say that and like i said at some point me being angry at god on why he took him he started to show me things that was going on even in our relationship and why he even put us together he needed him more but he needed someone strong enough to be able to get him there so he chose me I didn't pick him God assigned him to me so when I learned that and and God and I learned the most beautiful thing that I learned about all of this was mm-hmm. how to love unconditionally right because in spite of his flaws and his error all the things stuff that I could have been like walked away a long time ago I'm like oh, I ain't doing this Right, but I, I committed to it. <laughs> yeah, I committed to it not just because of for the, my vows, but I committed to it. I could have easily said, "No, we're getting this. No, I'm through. I ain't doing this. Uh, uh-uh. you got me twisted, player. <laughs> but I'm not doing it. <laughs> you got me messed up, dude. <laughs> right, you, you got me all the way messed up. I am not doing it. I done been through this stuff. And I'm not going through this no more. You know, it's not fair. I don't deserve this. Blah blah blah." You know, it was rough, but God truly showed me why, why he needed him more than he needed me. So, so he just used me as like an avenue. So yes, for the emotional side, I was a wreck, but it, once I understood my assignment and I understood why God took him because he needed to teach me how to love unconditionally. I thought I had that down to a T. Right. But apparently not. <laughs> we are all still learning lessons. Yes. Oh, yeah. We are all still learning <laughs> lessons. We are. And, and I never gave up on the idea of even find, of of even, or love happening again. Because he did say to me, if anything was to ever happen to me. Now, mind you, throughout our marriage, he always referred to as if he knew that he was going to go. Soon. Hmm. You know, and he would always tell me, promise me that you would love, still love, and whomever he may be, that you would love him just as much, if not more, than you love me. You know, so those things I started to remember, that's God reminding me of the why, 
I started to remember those things and it helped through my healing process, through my grieving process that, you know what? He knew, he knew that he was going to go. He just, he didn't know the day, but he knew that eventually his day was coming to an end because he said it from the beginning. I prayed and I asked God to send me a wife and children before he took me and he blessed me with you. So that stuff, you, it's personal and I never shared that with anyone, mm-hmm. but that is just, that's that's that why for me, you know. Um, uh, mm. I think that's it's that a, why for me. I think it's amazing though how how God operates, like uh, you, God, the universe, how they'll put you in places in front of the people you're supposed to be in front mm-hmm. of at that mm-hmm. time. You know, and you're like, oh my goodness. And you, you could have a gift in right in front of you, right? And you're like, God, I don't, I don't, I don't, know. I don't know what to do with like, that. <laughs> what you give me this thing for? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? And mm-hmm. then God says, it, like, right. it's to show you how to love. It's to show you you. It's to reflect exactly. yourself. You know. Mm-hmm. And then you have to either say, okay, God, I'm to surrender. That's the whole point. Surrender yeah. and give in to the will of God. <laughs> I just read yes. it the other day. It's like moving against the wind all the time, all the days of your life. You're just moving against the wind because you just don't want to do whatever you need to do. Right. So, I'm so glad that you got your wife. Really oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Jonathan? Yes. Can you hear me? So, I can hear okay. you just fine. Thank you for awesome. waiting patiently. He's no, never that. a problem because I was <laughs> I was intrigued and listening. No, I had my listening skills on. I was intrigued. I never heard that before. So I was yeah, yeah I was it's deep. I had yeah. my listening skills we, on. We talked Jonathan and I talked. Jonathan we, we talked throughout all of this and I also mm-hmm. life insurance agent I was g- preparing for that with him and I talked to him about you know what was going on and mm-hmm. what, what we were going through and so Jonathan has been a big help he was a big <laughs> help with a lot and, and the first thing he always asked me you got life insurance policy you got right. life insurance because <laughs> so, it, it, it's like um I believe, and, and this is this is just me, but I believe that life insurance is like our last love letter to our family. Wow. I love yeah. it. Oh, you yeah. know, um, it's like, even though I'm not here with you, mm-hmm. I, this is my gift to you to make sure that you're okay mm-hmm. while I'm gone. Here's yeah. 250, 450, 500,000, here's a million that you can continue on the rest of your life with Mm -hmm. um, because I I love you and I want to support you. So that's what I believe life insurance is. It is the last love letter you write to your family. I love it. That's Mm -hmm. part of every policy. Yeah. That is he is so right. We need that. And that's a conversation we're not having. And how do you all think we can better have that conversation in black households? I know this question has been asked before. Like, what is, how can we make it happen? Because we see it all the time on Facebook. Someone mm. effectively passes and now we got to do a GoFundMe and, and mm. a thousand fat fries. Mm-hmm. Like, 
GoFundMe is not <laughs> GoFundMe is it not ain't a financial plan. It is That's not. That's right. It is not. It, <laughs> yeah, because I know, didn't do one. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like, I think the I think the conversation needs to be had within our churches, our synagogues, our mosques, uh, um, with our teachers who teach Mm. the students, um, and within us, within us. So, I mean, I think it's, 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 it is, a plan has to be, it has to be many parts that Mm -hmm. all tie into the center. So, like, for life insurance, I believe you should have a plan. Right. Life insurance and investments. You got to have mm-hmm. both of them. Got to have life insurance in case you die too soon, and mm-hmm. you need to have investments and money in case you live too long. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was gonna say this, and I and you asked the question: How can we have that conversation? You know, mm-hmm. just like we should be, we should go to premarital counseling before we get married. Mm-hmm. I, I, I truly believe when we order our licenses to for the wedding, and when we get ready to sign, I truly feel like you should already have it done then, and that's the moment mm-hmm. that you have that serious conversation with the counselor. Have you guys had a plan? Do you have a life insurance policy that you guys mm-hmm. need to work on? Sign it that day. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think that's a part of it. It's actually sitting down, having a complete plan put mm-hmm. together. You know, as far as what are our debts, what yeah. income are what income are we bringing in? Yes. How can we shore up our debts? What mm-hmm. goals do we have to accomplish Absolutely. that are going to be short term, long term goals? Mm-hmm. How and let's put together a plan of how we're as a as a team as a family are we going to uh, you know attack those? When are we looking at having kids? You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. Start you know maybe start putting some things to the side for when the kids happen. There's yeah. there's a fellow. Um, uh, uh, I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a real estate broker. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say his name, but he said that he he actually he was uh, serving uh, a client who was an Asian client. She was husband and wife were pregnant, and mm-hmm. they were buying a duplex. Mm-hmm. They were buying a duplex um, for their baby before the baby wow. was born. Wow! Why, why were they buying a duplex? Yes. Investment. Invest absolutely. Investment. I'm gonna make sure that my generations are blessed. Right. When, long after I'm gone. Oh wow. Uh oh. Jonathan. Hello? Hello, Jonathan. Jonathan. I think we lost Jonathan again. Okay, it's okay. It's been one of those nights. It's been one of those days. I feel like I've been dropping my mind all day. <laughs> I've been having to pick that sucker back up. <laughs> yeah. I can get him get him back on. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, I look, it's it's been a day. We Okay, so we had some technical issues with this particular episode so there is some background noise that I could not quite clear out so you will hear it my apologies for that also for some reason tonight everybody decided to call me no one calls me y'all 
But anyway, I just wanted to throw this little tidbit in here to say, please continue to listen because the second half had so much information about how to prepare yourself for the unexpected. Please take a listen. She was prepared. I don't know if you how much of that you heard before you dropped. Well, the last thing I heard him say was um, that she was well put together, and and then that was it. <laughs> okay, so she was well put together. She was, um, and she was she was actually crying because she didn't want to meet with the attorneys and the accountants and things that her husband had all set up in the trust for her. Now he. They've been married for over 50 years and she he passed away. She was lonely. They didn't have any kids. She was lonely. But from what I understood, he took good care of her as far as what he left behind for her. Wow. She was just lonely missing her life partner. Wow. Now, even though we cannot prevent someone's passing, you know, if it's if it's if it's your time, it's your time. What we can do is make preparations well in advance yeah and so i the question i i posed was she's lonely and she's sad she's a little scared but she's she's taking care of what if the opposite happened and nothing was taken care of nothing was put in place life is devastated now she's she's scared and she's scared and now unprepared yeah yeah. That's uh let me tell you that's a scary scenario. Years ago I worked at a bank and it was a couple who had been married for 50, 60 years, an old, older couple. And the lady would come in the bank once a week and you know, she wasn't on her husband's account. But back what? in the eighties and nineties, especially the nineties, that's when I worked in the bank. She didn't have to be. We knew that was the spouse, you know, so she could come in and get money out of the account. However, he had never added his wife's name in all that time that 50 years span or whatever to any of his accounts. <clears throat> well, he passes suddenly. And because her name is not on any of the accounts, even though she's the wife, the accounts are for like, she can't touch anything. Right. Yeah. She can't get any money out of the bank at all, legally. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's right. So, um, <clears throat> and it was, it was to the point where they really had to get attorneys involved, the man he had a will but I, I don't it was so bizarre and I, I was so upset with her husband who was now dead mind you mm. I was upset with this man for not preparing his wife of 50 years for this inevitable moment right Yep. you know and she was you- devastated she was crying and she was like I can't even get money out for groceries and gas in my car and she was oh, like wow I've never worked. I've always been a stay-at-home wife. I've always been a stay-at-home mom. Now, thank goodness she had children who, you know, could come in. And honestly, her kids even expressed the same thing. They were like, we're really, we didn't know. Ma, like, why didn't you say that your name was not on anything? Because they just automatically assumed after they left the house, dad put mom on stuff, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and uh, it took a, it took some doing and some legalities to, for them to get those assets unfrozen. I it was, I'm thinking, man, he couldn't have been a good man in in in, in life. I just <laughs> you know, see it, you it's know, those it, slip ups. Prepared though, you just prepared. Yeah, and I don't think it was his intentions to leave her off. It's just you don't think about that stuff. 
because you you automatically assume and then you have to look at where they are they were a much older couple like you said right. in the mm-hmm. 80s that just wasn't something that we do but if you that just goes to show you how in how everything has changed to protect the yep. assets and so forth now yep. you have to be on top of it even when you're dating it go even da- going dating someone you know um you 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 want to know who who you getting what kind of debt you finna get into hey <laughs> what, what you know? am I, I have questions uh, okay <laughs> I have questions. now now um you know the only way that a spouse would have actually gotten uh, access to those accounts <coughs> sorry was that she would have to go to go to court and she would have to get what's called letters of testamentary mm-hmm. and those letters of testamentary right or or, or for her if she's going to be the administrator of the of the you know of the estate is she would get those letters and then she would have to go to the bank with those letters in order to be able to get you know uh you know you know in order to get the you know mm-hmm. money but then again how long is that going to take and how long you know she got them she did in her situation she did mm-hmm. now it, it, did it could take up to months yeah so think about this what if you had to make a, a mortgage payment mm. man your house yeah. could your house could foreclose within the time it takes to get into pro- yeah. to get into probate court because mm-hmm. you know after COVID it backed up everybody's probate courts were backed up oh, yeah. everybody yes. it was a log jam you couldn't get in for months and you know I'm not quite sure exactly in Louisiana what the you know where the courts are there but here in Dallas we have you know we have a number of courts mm-hmm. um, you know and then they were all jammed up, mm-hmm. completely jammed up. And it took so an additional it six months for my divorce to be finalized because of COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was crazy. It, it, crazy. Up. It, it just, it's just crazy. But here's the crazy part, and it's—I know we all need to be prepared, and we think, well, I, I mean, I have the money to do that. Insurance doesn't cost all that much. Mm-hmm. You know, That's putting true. things in trust—it's not if you prepare ahead of time, you don't have to spend a ton of money. Right. To, to get things in place. I'm in a point in my life with this starting over where I had to redo everything. Insurance. Right. Yeah. I'm in a, yeah. I'm in an apartment. I still need to put a trust together. I still I haven't done that, but I plan on. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because again, every my entire foundation was turned upside down. So now it's okay, I still got I gotta get insurance. And then my financial mm-hmm. advisor called me the other day and I was almost in tears because I was like, this is just so um I don't know. It's just unfortunate starting at zero, basically. You know? Mm -hmm. So I would definitely encourage people to be prepared. I was watching, and this is a side story. I watch YouTube. I love to watch Abandoned Mansions. I don't know if y'all have ever watched Abandoned Mm -hmm. Mansions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I was watching Abandoned Mansions, and they talked about a doctor, uh, a very successful doctor, who had established several different practices in the California area, I think he was in. And uh, he built this beautiful million-dollar house. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, for his family. And in Mm -hmm. 2016, he died, he and his son, in a plane crash. Yes, I saw that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he had stopped paying his insurance policy three months prior to that Mm -hmm. accident. Mm -hmm. The accident happens, and apparently he didn't have a will. 
the insurance had lapsed. And in the span of three months, they were homeless, literally out on the streets. Yeah. No money. And then without the mortgage and everything being paid, stuff started to be seized in the house. You know, just upside down. Life turned upside down just like that. Mm-hmm. I said, wow. So if you have to be prepared, excuse me, y'all, I got a call. <clears throat> so people, be prepared. That's the whole point of this. And for the widows out there who have, you know, lost their spouses, our condolences, you know, our hearts go out to you. Yeah. And I do pray for my friends who have who have lost um, their spouse because there's nothing really you can say to them um, to bring back their spouse to 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 fill that void that's missing. You can be there for them. You can love them. You can give them hugs and kisses, and they love all that. And I appreciate all that. But uh, you know that there's something they got to work through. That's a personal journey, and you have to walk it alone. Yeah, Absolutely. and that's the part where my heart Absolutely. just goes out yeah. to widows and widowers. My heart just goes out to you, but this is for you all. For anyone who is listening, even if you are done with the first marriage, you're on your way to your second or your third, or for some people that I know, your fourth and your fifth. (laughs) Just hey, God bless you. God bless you. Life happens. Life happens. Life happens. Life happens. It happens to us fast. It happens to us fast. Yeah. So, so I want to say this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to add something to the conversation. I know we're telling people to just hey go ahead and get it get it done mm-hmm. so I want you guys to know that when you approach attorneys every attorney is not built the same yes okay. oh yes All right? thank you okay. for, so, thank you for so, saying that right. and so you want to find an attorney that's uh, you know you have some that are that are good for uh, um, estate administration some that are good for estate planning and those that aren't aren't you definitely want that there's a difference okay and and that's the difference in there not every attorney that deals with wills and it's gonna be alike okay not every one of them you have to kind of you kind of have to see where that attorney's business is coming from if they have the majority of their business where they're actually where they're where they're a right trust and they're they deal with wheels. That's what you want to deal with. There's yeah, some no. others who who deal with the administration portion of it in court, but they don't but they don't actually don't put it together. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so, somebody so is having a important to know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It happens. Life comes at you fast. Okay. Right. So, so what I'm saying is, <laughs> is you want to find fast. someone. You want to find you want to find an attorney that's going that deals with estates, that mm-hmm. deals with estate planning, okay, yes. as yes. their primary, as as a large portion of their business, not someone who like, hey, yeah, we'll we'll fit, yeah, we'll, we do probate administration or estate administration, but yeah, we'll we'll do a will too. You mm-hmm. you, you don't you don't want that. You don't mm-hmm. want that at all. You want you want the attorneys who are going and and, and get with someone that, that's knowledgeable. If you're in if you're in a Dallas area, I can help you out, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not, you know, I can point you in direction to some more people. But you want to actually um, find people, find those attorneys that are actually dealing with estate planning. Okay. Yeah. okay? All right. Yeah. And so that's that's huge. I you know. 
I want to kind of get over why that's so huge because if it's not in their wheelhouse of business, mm-hmm. it won't mm-hmm. get done. I know of I know of cases right now where it was referred uh, a pro um, a trust was referred out to another attorney who did who that wasn't in his wheelhouse and he he completely did a disastrous job and the and and those those assets were not retained in trust wow. and so they have to go through probate now and it's a big it's a big what to do is more expensive it's 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 a headache now because this person was not that's that wasn't in their wheelhouse of business or services they were just trying something new even though they dealt with the administration part of the estate they they've never they they, they weren't as versed in the planning portion got it mm-hmm Mm-hmm. We gotta put so that's important. on the Facebook group, uh, page for sure. Thank you for clarifying that. We, I'm gonna put that on the on the um, Facebook group page. Uh, what else? I you think know, I know, I know a, a guy who definitely can give the information for insurance on the Louisiana side and on the state planning side of things. Mm-hmm. He will be more mm-hmm. than happy for me to <laughs> add his information. He mm-hmm. I used to be on his insurance team. And um, I decided that yes, I need insurance for my life, but I don't want to sell it anymore. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, she um, said I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> she said I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm done. It's yeah. a good business for someone else. It's just not a good business for Cheryl. Yeah, but yeah, I would yeah. definitely put that on there. Thank you, Jonathan. Um, no and, you know, I'm always finding business for Jonathan, so he know I would be calling him. Okay, now let's talk about this estate plan, this trust. And Cheryl, you mentioned something about uh, you you have to get it done. Um, you haven't done. I, I'm going to tell you, what, after my experience, the one thing that I learned, don't wait. Okay. If I can go, if that means if it's going to cost me $60, baby, don't go get your nails done. Go take yourself over there and get this taken care of because you can be walking out of that nail shop and you get the unexpected phone call. There. You, know, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't wait. And I, I know it's 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 a it's rough, but after me going through that, it my whole mindset did change about like hold on, let me see what what do what do I need to do to ensure that if anything happens that my kids will be okay and that I don't leave them like stuck. And it's not about the life insurance policy; it's about investing right. investments, making sure that. Just like I, I didn't even think about that. This unborn that he was talking about, the couple, uh, the Asian couple with the unborn mm-hmm. child, right. and they getting these homes and stuff like that for this baby. This baby already set up for the child, and the baby mm-hmm. ain't even breathed yet. <laughs> ain't even experienced outside yet. <laughs> true, so true. It's important to even teach your kids if you haven't. Start doing it. Find you a financial advisor. Find you somebody that not just talk to you, but talk to your kids about why right now is important for them. Right. Well. So, so John, welcome back. <laughs> yes. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. I got knocked off. So, um, I want to I want to shout out Dr. Boyce Watkins. Um, he actually put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dr. Voice is pretty cool. He's actually put together some programs for kids, for adults, um, you know, as far as learning about 
finances in all mm. aspects. So if you if you if you haven't had a chance to check out Dr. Boyce Watkins, then I would um I would definitely definitely uh, check his programming out. He has a lot of good information, a lot of good information. And so, um, so yeah, he, he's been, he's taught at different Ivy League schools and he's mm-hmm. taught finance for, I mean, he's, he's, you know, he, he's a talking head for that, but he, he's <laughs> actually put the, yeah, he is, he is, but he's, he's also put together a, a, some really good things for, for kids and for adults as well, but definitely yeah. for kids. So. Yeah, All right, we will definitely add him to the All Things Undone Facebook group uh, page because I've been trying to put resources on there. If you all see anything, you're part of the page, just like pop up on there. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I would love it. Uh, I think that is about everything. Did you all have any final comments? Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Jonathan, for all the information. Is there anything yep. else listeners need to know? Any any other ways that they that help them get through a loss from someone who's experienced it? Kim, I'll start with you. And then Jonathan, any final remarks on how to be prepared um, okay. for unexpected? Um, well, the only thing that I I can honestly say, you know, it, breathe, because <laughs> it, it's you you you're gonna have those moments. Just breathe and understand your why. It's not your fault, and also understand that it, it's a reason for everything. We don't own life; God does. And we have to understand that we only here but for a, a borrowed time. And our loved ones, as much as we hate to see them go, we we have to learn to love the experience that we had with them while they were here. And also to say, when you join into a relationship with someone, you know, this whole dating thing is crazy. Be mindful about who you link up with and who you decide that, that this is going to be that forever person for you. Don't waste your time playing around with this dating thing. Get right. to know them and make some decisions and start playing. <laughs> that, that's where, where, where it's at right now. Like, look, listen, yeah. all this let me date. And now somebody, I was on a TikTok, uh, I was on a TikTok and the guy had like this interview form out mm-hmm. and he was literally saying, hey, listen, I'm attracted to you. Are you attracted to me? Let's just get to these questions because I want to take a nap and I'm not going to waste <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time if I don't have to waste my time. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you these questions up front. And mm-hmm. one question he asked was so funny. He said, is there anyone out there who has reason to believe that you're not single? Oh, wow. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> wow. Love it. <laughs> right, because I'm telling you, some people will come across it. They'll tell you I'm single in the dating world. Uh-huh. And what they mean by that is, I'm in a committed relationship, but I'm not married to that person, so I'm going to tell you I'm single, but actually I'm not single. Wow. That's pretty that good. Part. I like that. that <laughs> I'm running into that like, Okay, yeah, cut off. You 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 cut off so fast. like <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, I literally just beheaded you in my head. Right, exactly. Beheaded and mentally blocked in real life. So, yeah, I'm with you, I'm, I'm with you Kim. Yeah, that's that's that it's mm-hmm. a no. that's an absolute no that comes out like, no what are you doing man go home right it's like the woman said uh, excuse me sis I found him in 
inbox. Here, take it back. <laughs> I'm taking back. Exactly. I have him in my inbox. <laughs> right. Right. You take him back. Obviously, <laughs> if he definitely can't stay over there and stay focused. Right. On what he got in the Stay focused, man. Stay focused. Right. Stay focused. And if you can stay focused, people, reevaluate your, your, your relationship. That's all mm-hmm. I mean. That's yeah. it. That's it. Eva- evaluate who you who you partnered with, who you hooked your wagon to. Oh, reevaluate that because you know only only a, only a superstar team can win the championship. Boom! Oh, that's mm. it. There that's it is. It. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, what what can I make some recommendations yeah. for people who are just starting out? So, um, guys, this is tax time. We we already know what it is. Some folks gonna be thousandaires. We already know it. Yeah. Hundred right. thousandaires. Right. For just you a know, moment. Just just a moment, right? Instead of y'all running to Papa Do's, right? You know, what I'm saying and, and splurging yeah. and you know buying yeah. Ours is gonna be repoed in about four to five months. Instead of instead of doing that, right? Instead of doing that, all right. If you so, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm, I'm gonna tell you like a ti is. That's what old folks used to say. If you ain't got life, let's begin with the basics. If you don't have life insurance and you and you and you have and you don't want a monthly bill, it's cheaper to pay by the year. Yeah, you yes. already got that money from your. Uh, from your tax return, right? Get you a policy paid out, by, paid it up, pay it up for a year, right? Get you, get you a good term policy. Mm-hmm. A reason, it's a reason why I say term and not all the other stuff. Get mm-hmm. you a good term policy. It's mm-hmm. vanilla, right? It's vanilla, mm-hmm. and it's gonna, you know, and and see exactly how much you need. Exactly. You know? And you, right. can that, right, you, you, can, you can always change that, right, Jonathan? You can always change that. Right. You can always up it. Right. You can. You can always you can always, you know, you, you can apply the up and you can always bring it down, right? So yep, right. you, you okay. can apply for more. All right. Yes. And and then okay. Then secondly, put some money aside. Yes. All right. For an emergency fund. Do Please. not tie <laughs> your insurance and your <laughs> and your savings together do Thank not do you. that because you don't want to have to ask or beg somebody to mm-hmm. borrow money that you already own so mm-hmm. separately put mm-hmm. that money right money mm-hmm. market or whatever depending on what your investment advisor is going to you know mm-hmm. have you to put that money but put it where it's liquid where it's far enough away where you have to actually do something to get, to it, get it but yeah, it's right. not under your <laughs> but it's not under your pillow it's exactly. not under your pillow, okay? So you want six to nine months of expense money mm-hmm. put aside. You're like, dang, Jay, that's a whole lot of money. Guess what? You gonna need that because it's not if something happens, it's, it's when. When exactly. it's not if the alternator goes out, it's, it's when. when. It's not if the it's not if the washing machine goes out and American Home Shield. Yeah, I'm calling them out. Don't don't fix it. Right. It's when. Okay. All right. So right. And then you work on paying yourself back. Now you have your life insurance in place. You have your emergency fund. Now you can kind of, you know, now let's work on some more stuff. You got some debt. You start knocking some of that debt out as well. Right. And then on top of all this, now you're starting to build assets. 
you're starting to invest. You're starting to, you know, hey, Jay, guess what, man? I want to invest in some real estate. Cool, man. I got this investment house over here, right? So now you got some stuff going or you, you whatever you're going to do, syndicate, whatever you're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Now you have some assets. Now, gosh, I, you know, if something happens to me. I need to put this in a trust so mm-hmm. I can, so it can bypass the probate. probate. Now, mm-hmm. Right now, guess what also bypasses probate court? Life insurance. Right. Life insurance surpasses you uh, probate. It never well, goes to probate. That. It mm-hmm. creates an immediate estate That's when right. someone yeah. passes away and you have that life insurance. So you want to have life insurance in place first. You you want to have you, you want to save. You want to have that cushion, that nest egg. You want to get rid of some of that debt, right? Mm-hmm. And then you want to you want to build assets. Then you want to make sure the TOA, the transfer of assets, mm-hmm. happens. That's called the baton pass, mm-hmm. passing the baton from you to the next generation, wow. right? So in those steps, that's what you want to start doing. So let's begin first with the begin with the beginning. If you don't have life insurance, get it, okay? Right. I told you trying to get start. If you have you don't have the emergency fund, get it. Mm-hmm. It's important. Right, it's very important. Very important. Mm-hmm. important. Yeah, stuff going up every day. You need. I'm telling you, and it ain't going stuff down. Going every, just stuff going up, and then when stuff is going up, you need a cushion just in case something happens. Mm-hmm. What if you lose your job? Now Woo! you got six to nine Been months. Of, right, you get mm-hmm. you keep your head cool for six to nine months because your expenses are already taken care of. Right, right. I can tell y'all right now, personally, I separated my from my husband in 2019. I had emergency fund, I had 401k, I had a savings, so I had some cushion, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cushion, it kind of helped temper the blow. People kept asking me, how are you still making it? Maybe look. God and some good planning, praise right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Things went well yep. for like three years. And then I lost mm-hmm. my job this past November. Mm. Okay, now mind you, some of my cushion was low. Somebody, oh snap, lost my job. I had some cushion, but now we're coming up on my six month mark. And when mm. I tell you my emergency fund is dwindling and I cannot touch what's left of my 401k at all. Yeah. yeah. That's not anything that I can touch. So now it's like, okay, now I'm at where the rubber meets the road now. I'm working my mm-hmm. hind parts off. I do a whole lot of hustling, y'all. Let me tell you, legal hustling, <laughs> legal. Legal. Uh, <laughs> legal. That's it. Let legal me throw it out there for somebody. Legal. <laughs> uh, There's a whole uh, legal hustling around for here. The, for so, the yeah. FBI agents in the room, legal right. hustling. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. It, it can be filed on taxes. It's legal. Legal, legal hustle. Legal hustle. It will be filed. Yes. I'm. I'm waiting until I'm procrastinating with my with my taxes. I will not be a thousandaire. <laughs> See, right. Dead point. Yeah, yeah I that won't part, be that part. So, Yeah, but it's important. I'm telling y'all, you think that emergency fund will take you a long way, but it's only gonna take you six to nine months. So you gotta have a plan in place to yeah keep your funds mm-hmm. coming in and keep moving. And that's where yep. I find myself. So we shall see. Life gets tough sometimes, but we are it here. Does. It does. Yeah. But I, I want to commend you for having that in place yes. because what if what if you didn't? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you right now, I'll be cleaning up a hotel right now. I'll be doing double shifts somewhere. 
See, mm-hmm. with all my degrees, I would have got the first job happened. So I could, you know, I could have just kept my bills paid and my lights on. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness mm-hmm. my car is paid for. You know, I don't have that uh, to worry about. But yeah, you know, not having thinking about losing a job and not having anything. Uh, a, a makeup company just closed. One that was global. I'm not big on makeup, so I can't think of the name of the company right now. But they shut the stores immediately. Mm-hmm. Like they That's didn't even crazy. have employees. The employees left That's one day, came back mm. the next morning, and the place was closed. Mm. No warning. Mm. No anything. No final paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know. Wow. What? Wow! How do you expect these people to make it? Like, how do you expect for them to? Yeah. You didn't even give them their final paycheck. Like this, this, this ain't even got. You can't even blame COVID on this one. No, I mean, like mm-hmm. it was Unlike, poor. It was poor management. Just yeah, poor money management. The entire company. I think yeah. the mm-hmm. company because definitely it don't buy that the money. I guess it would be. What would you call that? Some kind of scam. Like I don't. Yeah. What's the name of the company? It's a makeup company. Let me see if I can pull it up for a quick while. Uh, mm-hmm. If y'all have something else I want to add, let me let me know. Let me. I'm gonna. Well, up. you know, I, while she's doing that, I, I was gonna say something. It, it piggybacks off of planning. Um, when I I was joking, but I was serious about when you're dating somebody, you first meet someone, and you ain't got time to be sitting here trying to do all that. Get to know them, and mm-hmm. and see where their head is. Like literally, see where mm-hmm. their head is. It's important now mm-hmm. to even know what's your fighting score. What your credit look like? Yep. I, I mean, right. like literally, this is the new era now. I need it to sure know what type of debt I'm I'm getting ready to acquire, and if this is something that I want to take on. And and likewise, you should know what's going on with me. Long gone Absolutely. are the days where we hide money, and right. and yep. as girls, we were taught to have your own. Well, mm-hmm. and boy, guys, boys as well. I have my mm-hmm. own, but more from a selfish point. You don't know what she gonna do. So you gotta always make sure you have your own rather than, yes, it's important to have your own established. So in the event you meet someone and they it falls apart, you have something to fall back on. However, you're open about that. You know, it's not like a, you know, I had this big thing about prenups and it used to mm-hmm. irritate me. I said, but y'all married. Why are you dividing your asset? Why are you doing a prenup? Like, who? Why? I see both sides of it. Yeah, I think it's important. You know, and I see both sides of it. If if he you walk into something and you didn't have half of what this man had, I mean, like, and he helped bring you up, that prenup is important because mm-hmm. he's protecting everything that he worked for. And vice versa, it's the same thing. So I understand both sides of that on the flip ask Scotty Pippen on the flip side of that look ask Paul McCartney <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> on the flip side of that we start out both of us low we both we're building as we're building things we protect as we build and I'm not talking about individual you talked about the trust, Jonathan. We're protecting as we build. We know we mm-hmm. have children or, or grandchildren, perhaps. You know, mm-hmm. you're protecting as you build. That That's, to me, it's like a, not really a, me, it's securing your assets. You're securing mm-hmm. your investments. Yep. You're securing yep. your future. But that yep. comes with a strong partnership. It's like, it does. It, 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 it does. That, 
long-term partnership as in my situation dissolves now 25 years of this building mm-hmm. is over you know no but this is after you start over this after you start over this is after your divorce or with oh, you mean I mean, like, when you were going to dating this is okay. these are things that i've learned yeah. you know yeah. you you want to make sure you're prepared I had yeah. out. I was looking up the whatever I had said, the makeup company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to out for a bit. Well, yeah. hey, also, you have to go into on the second the second go around. I think uh, Cheryl and I may have done this together where yeah. we actually took a look at how much time have, has elapsed in our life. Ooh, yes. And how much time do we have left yes. before, before our bodies start to break down? Right? And so and so it when you look at that, because <laughs> it's around, you know, around 75, 71, mm-hmm. 75 to to 90, you ain't gonna be out there hitting it hard. I ain't gonna lie, around 70 I'm, to I'm, 90, <laughs> you ain't gonna be out there huffing and puffing and hitting it hard and doing it. You ain't gonna do that. Right, that's why you got time. Not. I won't get to know you. you. Not. Mm-hmm. Look, so you I'm got from this time now mm-hmm. until 69 to to hustle mm-hmm. or, or, or put something in place so that you can, or, or have that life, you know, that balance. And right. so whoever you're gonna build with has to also be in that mind frame. That mind because, frame, exactly. Exactly, because exactly, we ain't got that much time left. Oh, you know, and yeah. so when you, everybody think about it. Everybody mm-hmm. go we back. so many summers left now that I can- So <laughs> many summers. Right. <laughs> you, you said it, it's the mindset. Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in a, a, a relationship, you know, and my partner, was also married for over 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. 18 plus the three, you know, plus mm-hmm. the, the spouse. We can't get, we we both going into our 50s. So mm-hmm. we got more time behind us than we do in front, in front of us. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. our plan is just what it is. We literally sat down. This is what we're going to do. This is yep. how we're going to do it. Because we learn from them past, that past. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh you learn. Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. we're very transparent about what's coming in, what's going. How are we going to spend this? How are we going to spend that? Mm-hmm. What are we going to do with it? What What's next? You know, and, and how can we get better? You know, you climbing out of the debt pool, not to throw yourself back in, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful right. with that. You know, so you said some things, Jonathan. I, we definitely gonna be calling you <laughs> because <We are. laughs> it, it was something you mentioned about you know uh, about the investments and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and, which mm-hmm. is important because life insurance does offer that as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that it's it's amazing. Well, we'll talk about that at a different time. But all, all I have mm-hmm. to say on that is make sure that whomever you are tied to just as and piggybacking off of what Jonathan said that your mindset you're like minded right. and mm-hmm. you go I mean you're like minded because it's it's horrible you'll find yourself back where you started absolutely if you're not and, and, you know. and we don't have time look we don't have time to time keep starting over <laughs> no. so as, as we build forward as we move forward 
you know, exactly. these are just some these are just some concepts and as the old folks say some precepts right. to keep in mind for us. I mean, as we begin to, you know, as we as we as we're building now, we're older now. You know, exactly. um, you know, twenty some years ago, guys, you know, thirty some years, man, look, we were man, we was just, you know, we probably weren't there mentally at like where we are now. And mm-hmm. so, you know, time is of the essence. And as we're and so we're having this conversation with knowing that sometimes loss happens to you know a, a partner will get lost in our journey. We yeah. also know that guys, this journey is going to come to an end, and, yeah. and we need to be preparing the baton part, the, the baton pass yes. to the yes. next generation, yes. as well as educating the next generation so they don't be no fools with right. what we are passing down to them. Preach. You ain't never lie. <laughs> you better say that, then, God dog. Yeah, we're gonna get these resources posted up. I think we're probably at an hour and thirty minutes, you guys. So I'm gonna go ahead and um and end it. But thank you all so okay. much for joining. This has been an awesome conversation. Again, audience and Kim and Jonathan, I apologize for the technical issues in this episode. I will try my best to clean it up. We will have resources posted on the All Things Undone Facebook group page if you want to check out Dr. Um, what'd you say? Boyce Watkins. Boyce Watkins. Boyce Watkins. Mm-hmm. And we will have some sources up there for you guys when it comes to uh, building a trust, getting insurance. Jonathan's information will be there. Kim's information will be there about her podcast too, which is Ball Talk with Kim. Uh, and yeah. it's on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, like Kim's all over. I think she's I'll try. thank you all very very much god bless everyone who listened to this we hope it was helpful i am granny she is your host and you all have a beautiful night thank you all right thank you talk with you all right right now